horrorpress.com, a space for horror fans to connect and share their opinions on horror and its many forms. From movies, TV shows, video games, and more, horrorpress.com, a blog created by horror fans for horror fans. Welcome to the Horror Hour. All right, hello and welcome to the Horror Hour. It's the place we discuss, debate, and disagree on all things horror. But for this episode, it's about Supernatural Academy. And so I'm one of the hosts here, Yutaka. Hello. And I'm joined with Liam. Hello. <laughs> and then another guest host, Cass. Hey. And then I'm really excited to have back, uh, just very just, oh my gosh, it's Gigi Sal Guerrero, who is the voice of Misha. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Hi, <everybody. laughs> She's under the weather. So for all of you wondering... <laughs> Yes, I am a voice actor. Uh, during the day and at night, I, I'm Batman. <laughs> but it's, just, it's very ironic that the last time I was on, on your show, I was in my studio booth and I looked so professional. And then earlier before the Zoom, I'm like, listen, man, I'm going to have to do this in bed. Because uh, I think you know what it is. I think my body is just not handling Canada's weather right now. Oh, so it's so cold. It's so cold. I shouldn't even be this tanned here. You know? <laughs> everybody, everybody looks at me like, where did this bitch go? Cause she, she's glowing. And I'm like, well, I was back home in Cancun. Right. And, and so I think just, you know, I can feel the energy here. Uh, and it's just, it's so cold. So I think finally my body was like, eh, shut down. <laughs> so it's just too ironic today. And, but I'm happy to be here. So thank you. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I love that. Um, well, speaking of cold, we do, well, I think it's kind of come down a little bit. Some of it's melted, but we had about um, a foot of snow dropped on us uh, the past couple of days. So I don't do well with snow. I just don't. Oh, but really? This is why we're going to get along just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, a lot of people love when I say this, but I, I really mean it. Like, I think snow looks beautiful when it's starting to fall. It's like super nice. But I really, I really see snow like, you know, like a booty call. It's like, you're here, you enjoy it, but leave. Like, yeah. next day, yes. I don't, yeah. don't want to hear about you. You know, like, it's like, bye. That's fit, yeah. I, or I'm just like, you know, it's like an, or like, or like an annoying ex-girlfriend. You know, it's like, they're just so awesome and so hot, you know. But they're like, you got to go. You got to go. Because when snow starts to get dirty and gross and it's like ruining everybody at traffic, it's just, it's just same as a psycho ex. They don't go away. So, so I like them to just show up, 
you have a good time and then you're out of here you know so to me that's no we have a very very toxic relationship but that that's what i have to say about snow i love it that makes sense so well then um we will get <laughs> get into your, your co-hosts here are like who did you bring on <laughs> i i actually told them to us like guys i was like y'all don't worry Gigi is so much fun you're going to be laughing the entire time eyes i'm like Gigi's the type of person I'm like i would go get drinks with Gigi. i would <laughs> i'd be i'd be nervous because I'd, I'd be worried though that we'd be drinking too much <laughs> you know but i'm like Gigi's one to go party with and the next day you're gonna sound like me <laughs> i say yeah no if you and i went out for drinks yeah you you'd like you'd end up like me i'm the problem is is that i love to talk i love to laugh and i'm loud like i'm i like people know i'm in the room so even when I'm sick, I'm like, ha ha, you know, like, uh, <laughs> all good. That's why, I, that's why I'm happy to be here. Cause I, I, I love it. you guys. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> and I'm a bigger fan that you guys made your, your screen. Um, <laughs> you're yeah. more prepared than I am. God <laughs> damn it. Yeah. Like, I love it. You guys. We've got to, we've got to put, put a little bit of professionalism in with us. <laughs> Because everything else about us is ridiculously messy. That's so. true. Yes. <laughs> I think that's why I feel at home with you guys. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, uh, well, I'll start off then. What about Misha attracted you to the role? What's interesting is, is that when you get um, voice auditions, oh my God, I have like a sweat mustache. Ooh. <laughs> um, sorry. Before I answer your question, I need to clear the air here. So when you're, you know, made, uh, for some reason, it was chosen that my only sweat glands are here. Like, I don't <laughs> know why, instead of having like sweat glands, you know, another spot, for some reason, only here. And I'm always like, really? Out of all the places, the most unattractive place, like what? single forever, right? But, but yeah, to answer your question, usually with, um, with voice acting, when you get auditions, you don't, you, most of the time, you don't usually get a lot of information and actually you don't get the scripts at all. Oh. So, so a lot of it is just gotta be your first interpretation, like your first instinct, because when the lines for the audition are really, really long, they don't really like to hear two takes because then the tape is too long. You kind of just have to, especially because you can't see somebody, you really got to get them right away. With oh, your, wow. Like something you got to do, right? Because think about it. like When you audition for film or TV, they see you, right? And maybe your smile is really good. Maybe you, you look the part. So people will keep watching and, and hope that you are it. And this one, you're just listening and clicking next. It, so it's, it's, it's a lot more competitive. So for, you know, so when I got the, the, um, the breakdown for Misha, all I knew was that this was based on the books, the super cool books. 
And I was like, well, this is due tomorrow. I, I don't have time to read them. And most of the time, things that are adapted change completely. That's so, true. yeah. So to me, like what, what really attracted me, like I have a sister as well. And, and I saw in the breakdown that, that she had, that she re-encounters her sister that she's never met. Same with her father. She's never met. And her, her and her mom almost, I, I remember in the breakdown, it said they have, have almost lived like an immigrant life. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I know what that's like. You know, <laughs> like right away, I was like, okay, I, I really get this. But what I thought was so interesting is that just by the name uh, and when I saw the cover of the books, I was like, okay, this has supernatural on it. It feels like it has a lot of magic. And I'll be honest with you guys, in my, in my uh, audition, I did say the word asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, that was the first time yeah. in my voice acting career, I swore. So I was like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> I mean, this was really all the information I had. So it, it really is hard to say like what attracted me, right? Mm-hmm. But just when you're able to connect certain things that, uh, you know, a sister, uh, the immigrant life, and, and it said that they were looking for Latinx actors, Latinx actresses, sorry. So it just, I was like, holy shit, like that doesn't happen often to put um, women of color in the front for animation, like to specify, oh, wow. specify that's that that's what you were looking for. Most of them don't, don't say at all that, um, so it's open. But for this one, the lead had to be that. It was really neat. I, I, they could have gone from what I see in the books. These girls could have been any ethnicity, really. Mm-hmm. I, these sisters could have been any ethnicity. But they really specified uh, two Latinas. So, you know, Larissa Diaz, who plays um, Jessa, she's Brazilian. Uh, it was pretty funny. We couldn't even communicate, but in English to each other because she speaks Portuguese. I speak Spanish, but it was just really, really neat for the two of us. It's, it's never happened. So, you know, there was enough to, to be attracted to the role for sure. Yeah. And I think, um, <clears throat> no, my voice is going. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's contagious through Zoom. Bye guys. Yeah. <laughs> What I love about Misha's character is just how she's both fierce and also vulnerable. And is at an age where she's just growing into herself and all the facets of her identity. There's so much there. So I would love to know, uh, as Misha grows up, what are you most looking forward to her growing into herself? And then what do you hope that sparks in audiences? Oh, for sure. You know, I, I really do feel in all of these characters, like a lot of the friends in the group, including Misha, there's so many such like topical themes for young adults. Yeah. And, and I really felt with Misha and what I hope young audiences get out of her character specifically is that it's, it's really okay to not be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and it's also that it's, it's, 
it's really okay to be really sure of who you are. I really felt Misha, especially, never bought in to change for somebody else, which I really like. I felt that the, throughout the whole season, she really was so sure of who she is, maybe not where she belongs, mm -hmm. but of what she's meant for. You know, it, it was just so nice to see Misha from the very first episode. She takes care of her mom. Mm -hmm. I really cares for her. Mm -hmm. uh, and as the rest goes, trying to fit in, she really was always, and I'm very like that. Maybe it's my Mexican side. <laughs> she was always so honest. Yeah. Even when she sees all these supernatural um, teens learn not the right stuff about the human world she's yeah. like so much more you guys don't know but she she keeps this attitude throughout the whole show that I think definitely audiences who are of a younger age will take out of her that it's really okay to be sure of who you are mm -hmm. and it's also okay to not be okay she was super expressive mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> like oh boy was it emotional many times mm -hmm. And I think, and I think nowadays, you know, there's a lot of with social media and stuff, there's so much mental health awareness mm -hmm. that, that I think the younger viewers need to understand that it's okay. Like, it's really okay to go through hard times mm -hmm. because nowadays easy to keep it to yourself. Mm -hmm. you know, it's really easy to not talk about stuff. And um, so, you know, what I like about this one is that characters like Misha really show a lot of these themes yeah. and, and go for it and work hard and are not afraid to fail really like she she's like yeah. I'm gonna go into the cloister and just <laughs> like I remember reading that in the script I was like oh okay I might not be in the next episode all right yeah. <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah, that was a long answer. I'm so sorry. No, that was a great. No, I loved no. it. Misha's a media role, so media answers, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have to ask that. So, were there any perks in doing voiceover acting? Per se, obviously, like normal, just. Oh, uh, what would be the like real life acting like <laughs> in front of the camera versus behind? Yeah, like or is, yeah, is it is there a perk to it? I mean, when you when you yeah when you generalize like in front of the camera or voice acting, I really like how in your own zone you are, and you just go in your pajamas to work. You know? Oh, I mean that's <laughs> there is no judgment. I, yep. I've seen the funniest dressed people <laughs> and and it really is you you are just in your own planet with these headphones and you're in this little square sometimes you know pre-covid you you got to act with other actors in the room and you feed off each other's energy um but there's such a freedom to voice acting that that it's you get to really try back to back so many things and then it's just about listening. So in, in you know, when, it, when you're acting in front of the camera, you're running out of time. You're doing yeah. it super specific to land a certain position, to look a certain way. 
you know, like it's, it's a lot of things that you get sometimes one to two tries because you're always running against the clock. And for voice acting, it really is, you just try so many ways back to back. And they're mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, first take. Or like, mm, just change this word. You know, it's, there's such a easy way about it, but don't get me wrong. For a lot of actors, it's a really hard job. And I, I, we can get into that later, but, but if you have it, it's, it's awesome. Like, cause let me tell you guys, directing is not a consistent job. I'm still, I, I'm still uh, looking out there of what's next, but, but with something with voiceover, it's quick turnaround. You're in and out, you get good money and you're out. So, so the perks are pretty great. And for this specific show, I have to say the perk that helped me so much that was just a blessing was that uh, this was my first big booking um, during the pandemic when it first started. So I, I didn't have a studio booth, but when it all shut down in March, 2020, I was so convinced that uh, filmmaking was over. I, I remember saying that out loud, it's done. But I think animation and video games are gonna keep going. <laughs> so I built, uh, my, my best friend helped me build this booth in, in downstairs. And, and I remember on one of my callbacks, it sounded terrible because the booth wasn't done. And, and the people I, of this show were like, can she do a callback again? It sounds very echoey. I'm like, yeah, because there's no foam anywhere. <laughs> so, you know, it, this, this really motivated me, motivated me to have like a solid job of some sort. Um, and, and I just worked a lot and still am during the pandemic because of this booth, because now actors should have one. So it's, it was the coolest blessing ever. Like it really was. So it was uh, this show and Angry Birds that I booked in, in that first two months of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. It was <laughs> the first two months of the pandemic. Hey, Gigi, you, you, booked, you booked Misha. <laughs> what? Like, I was like, what? Super cool. So in my booth, I got to do the table read, you know, on Zoom with everyone. We were all late because we didn't know how to use it. And <laughs> well, the perks are, are very obvious of how convenient it really was at the time. And, and just a blessing that it, 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 you can call this your job. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 That's great. I love that answer. <laughs> I know building off of something you mentioned, like a beat ago, like, I feel like a lot of people don't realize how physically exhausting it is to do voice acting work because like on live action, if you need to go run in a scene, you're running in the booth. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what was the hard, like, hardest everybody part? Everybody looks that? like a troll in the booth. Like you're <laughs> jumping and running and you're doing, because you, you, you got to get that effort out of your voice. Mm. I've done a lot of video games where they call it efforts in voice acting. <laughs> we need to record uh, efforts, they're called. So it's yeah. like, okay, sounds good. Okay, action. <laughs> you're doing all these things that you're getting punched, killed, gutted, like all these things. And I think 
I think we need to start recording voice actors more because it is funny. Like I, I think they would <laughs> next. Like if you guys could see the faces that I do, because I'm very animated. I'm like it. I'm a walking cartoon, and like the faces I do to just get these efforts out, like, like I'm doing all these things to just. <laughs> it's and you're like you're you're right. It's it, it takes a lot of work. You know, I think there was moments on on Supernatural that was one of the first times I actually took off my shoes. So I I don't know why, but I had to take off my shoes at work. So there could be more efforts. You know, there could be more <laughs> more movement. I don't know. But but yeah, you're right. It's pretty crazy job. That's that's it's amazing. Mind boggling, isn't it? I guess I take for granted that I don't put on shoes when I'm at work because I work from home most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but this this was a, a really interesting job to record because, um, like I said, it was a, at the beginning of pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it was one of those those jobs that. Uh, you know, you couldn't work with other actors and like everybody was trying to figure it out. And so I was very lucky that this was the only voice gig still to this day that I actually got to work with Larissa, who plays Jessa mm -hmm. at the studio. But we were so off apart from each other. And it was at the times we we're like pexiglass and like, you know, all these things. And, and I'm really glad that this production really went for it because um our sister relationship i don't think would have worked out if we uh recorded separately which i've done for every show so far since mm -hmm. pandemic except for this one and so it it really was great to hear her act so i can react and vice versa because what what i like I, what i love about the show that i've not done on any other animated series is that it, it really feels um quite real in certain moments it really feels yeah it still has the fun and the fantasy but a lot of our themes um I, it like it really was heavy stuff sometimes yeah. so I don't think it would have worked if we weren't together so you know I'm very thankful I, I mean and I still haven't acted on a show with somebody else it's it's been separate in every show I've been on so far. So, so I'm so glad that this one, uh, we, we made it work. Mm -hmm. um, well, with, without being too spoilery, because I, I do agree this, that's what I actually really enjoyed about this show uh, were the heavy topics and just the way things were addressed. But um, what was your favorite moment within this season without being too spoilery? Spoilery, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, I, I, I had a lot of fun having uh, Misha try and fit in at that school because, you know why? Because I felt identical to when I first moved from Mexico to Canada. And, I, and it was like, you know, it's that shock of a first world, really. Mm -hmm. And so, so when Misha's like, oh, wow, oh, oh my God. <laughs> in the first, uh, I think it's episode two seeing this world of like magic I, I i had too much fun 
And like, I, I really had too much fun because I was like, I know exactly what that feels. So I, I got to say that that whole episode, I had a really fun time. And then it had moments that I felt I was almost not acting. Because like <laughs> when she meets some of the mean girls, she oh. says to her sister, we hate them, right? <laughs> you know, I, I, it was moments like that, that I, I sometimes would get it on the first take because I was like, wow, I'm like that. You know? <laughs> so, I got to say that, that to, that to me was probably one of my most favorite like moments. Um, but there was a lot of funny and weird new stuff that we tried, but that, that specific episode, I just, I just had way too much fun. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the script is like, it never, it's never not fun, even while it's like handling stuff that can be really, really serious or just like nuance. Like I love so much how it handles gender identities and like how when it does come up, it's very straightforward. It's just like, Hey, here's my pronouns. What's up. And then there's even moments where someone miss, uh, misuses pronouns and it's quickly cleared up just being like, no, that's wrong. It's they, them. And it's like, okay, cool. And that meant a lot to me as someone who's non-binary. Like I, Um, I am so excited for younger generations just to see that and see that like it's a normal accepted thing in this world and it should be all the time um without getting too emotional (laughs) but um is there or were there any other moments as like that for you in the show because there's so many moments like that talks about immigration it talks about like literally keeping kids in cages which was like it's still so real and for you what like really like hit you in the heart (laughs) yeah and you know this was uh one of those projects with a lot of voiceover, and I'll be honest, and I think a lot of voice actors can admit to this. There's a lot of like, you know, quick reads, you prepare really quick and all right, I'm ready for tomorrow. This show and exactly with everything you said had me so engaged in my prep. I've never over-prepared in voiceover still this much. And as I would read the script, I, like I had, of exact reaction like you I I really was like wow we're really talking about this but what I like about it is that it still added the escapism of entertainment Mm -hmm. and fun because I I still find that in our entertainment industry I still find that though we're on the right path of of accepting um, diversity and change and authenticity I I still find, though on the right path, I still find we have so much more room to to not make things feel so forced and to Mm -hmm. not make things feel so much like a check checklist. Ah, okay, we we're talking about the, you know, BIPOC, we're good. Oh, we're talking about pronouns, good. You know, you know, it just feels like like you you did your job. But I I love that this show and when I was reading and prepping I was like nothing feels forced yeah. and nothing was over talked about because I, I I think it's so easy also but for people who are just stubborn and don't are not open to these changes it's easy to shove on them like this this new era of pronouns this new era of diversity this new era, you know and 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 these problems of such as immigration and uh, the border crisis. I mean, I talked about it 
on culture shock on my future, mm-hmm. right? It's it's just it still feels that we can force it in films and TV shows, and and I really love that this show did not do that. It was like, yeah, yeah, I go by they them. Oh, she her, and it was like it was part of the world. It, that's what works. It like everything was just part of it, and I think the most beautiful moment most beautiful moment in this show was when Misha was trying to cover up um, the makeup moment, makeup moment. Yes. And and her best friend who's African-American was like, you can't change somebody's skin color. They're purple. And I remember reading that and my character goes like, Oh my gosh, I'm you're right. I'm so sorry. The characters could have gone on some drama and kept going like we see on viral viral mm-hmm. videos all the time. Yeah. We see that that all the time of people just pushing and pushing and pushing when somebody got something wrong. Mm-hmm. And and that makeup moment, I, I remember recording that and I was like, wow, why why can't we all just be like that? It's such a great moment because then Misha puts rainbows on. <laughs> on our purple friend over here and was like well what do you think now and everyone's like yeah you look like you can go to a pride parade and i was like <laughs> it's just so lighthearted and talking about these themes so I, I i hope for a season two because this show i've i've yet to see something like that that's for young adults um that everybody can just sit down and enjoy you know it just feels like a Saturday morning cartoon that you can just relate to so much. But I'm glad you brought that up because definitely I was very thankful of a lot of moments. I, I would say that's one of the most refreshing things about this. I mean, I wish thinking about when I was younger seeing this because I do think that it just helps, you know, it helps normalize things. And it it didn't feel like tokenism at all. This felt really just it was fully realized it had layers it was just normal but also it was just accepted which is at the end of the day that's really what everyone wants and so I I love that about the show but I will say yeah the um the kids in cages I was just like wow you you guys are going there at times it was it's it's a great show but I don't think it's I, I mean it's I think it's great for kids because I think it's a great way to address topics but I think young adults and even myself as an adult I think they're just those themes that you can pick up on and you just I like I sat back and I was like I appreciate everything about this and I am wanting a second season because I want I just love it to me like my inner child was just like I wish I saw this back in the day I just I loved it that's awesome and listen when I watch the show I forgot the cliffhanger we left on and, and I actually said, I'll, what the fuck? I was like, did we really do that to everybody? I forgot. I, I just, it, it had been some time. I forgot of the insane. I was so mad. Moment at the end. I was like, what? <laughs> and it was, I, I, I love, I, this was seriously after so long. And like I told you guys, this was really a show I had to prep for, like prep, prep like like really write down my notes to get the performance across and understand the world. It was so nice to just see it come to life because I, I really forgot of a few things. And 
I mean, some of those, you know, action sequences of uh, hurting each other. I was like, oh, damn, I forgot <laughs> that we, we really fight in the show. And I, I, I had such a good time just seeing Misha really suck at the fighting at first. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was laughing so hard. But it, it was just really nice to revisit it and actually sit back, not judge your work, and just watch something really good. Um, but yeah, a, a, a second season would be awesome. I, I really hope for it too. Yeah, I was that I was just like, what? I remember even messaging you was like, they better yeah, not do some cliffhanger ending. I will be mad because I I was fully it still am was in just invested in the story. I'm like, no, I can't believe this shit. <laughs> Very much. So, so since you're saying obviously you hope that there is a season two, what? What would you want to see, Misha? What would you want to see explode with Misha in yeah. season two? I mean, I, I honestly, I love that you specifically asked that question because the answer is right behind you on your backdrop. Um, yeah. <laughs> ah, <ooh>. uh, <laughs> oh, wow, this, this soup is actually bringing it back. Um, <laughs> I thought I was going to go, I was going to go, but. What I really, if, if there is a season two, I'm, which I'm like, oh, let's hope so. I really want to see Misha fail and get back up of all things of her wolf and just like exp explore her wolf to another level. I just loved discovering uh, what everybody can do with, with their, you know, not to spoil what happens with, with Jessa's character, mm -hmm. but um, I loved just that connection that all the characters had with their their other half whatever animal it was mm -hmm. and and i think i i feel this way more because i actually got a little emotional seeing uh misha's mom uh lose hers oh yeah and that, that moment just um, you know, it's not a spoiler because it, 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 everything will make sense early on, mm -hmm. but just that connection that the mom had to lose, I really connected it as having to adapt with another culture and how them, like I, to me, I just saw that, that double meaning to, and it, I, it got to me because they really animated the mom emotional during that. And I was like, oh my God. Uh, and you know what happens at the at the very end with that wolf? I, I was just like, that's that. There's so much more that I think Misha doesn't have with her wolf yet, mm -hmm. um, because you know even in one of the scenes was like, you know, Misha goes, so what's it feel like to tap into your wolf? And all the students are like, we don't talk about that. Oh my, <laughs> I love <laughs> that. <laughs> I, I laughed so hard because I'm like, oh my God, there's so many meanings here. <laughs> actually, when we were recording that scene, we were laughing too hard. We took too long to record that scene because we were <laughs> the voice director, the producers, the sound engineer, Larissa Diaz and me. We were, we were fucking around. I'll be honest. I like cackling at that. <laughs> and, and honestly, I think they did a good job because it, it it definitely we did things that were not subtle at all. <laughs> we were like, all right, let's try this one that it's about puberty. 
Uh, let's try this one that it's about orgasms. Uh, let's try this take about that it's about sex. You know, like we tried so many things with that scene. And, and of course, like some dialogue is gone, but it was so much giggling and cackling that day. Like, because, because all of, you know, I, I read the script on my own. Larissa did on her own. So we both had very different interpretations. Of, so it was hilarious. But yeah, so there's subtle moments in the show about their inner animal, right? That that I hope season two really shows Misha learn that. Uh, I think that would be so interesting. Yeah, that'd be my my thing. And just more like, I love drama. I just want more boyfriend. <laughs> you know, I love more boyfriend drama, please. Like, like it's not that's not over, Max and Brax. We, you know, <laughs> we're dealing with Latinas here. We're psychotic. So, yeah, so I, I hope for more drama in the relationship side and of things. I would like to see more drama. Right. I enjoyed the drama. Me too. I always went, I do. <laughs> I, I, that was fun to record because I was like, it's not far from reality. But yes. <laughs> But I'm really glad that, you know, there was just that natural drama that we all kind of like, right? So so I definitely look forward to, after doing the show, of actually reading the books. Like, it's actually a, definitely a goal of mine to finish them all. I started the first two, and um, it, it's it's been really neat to kind of do it backwards. Mm. Um, so I'm just so glad that this was picked up, for sure. Well, if you, this is kind of off topic, but if yeah. either you or Misha had to pick one member of the bestie pack to spend a day with, who would it be? So you could answer for you and Misha or one or the other. To spend the day with, oh my gosh. That's There's a- so many fun characters. <laughs> so many super fun characters. Putting my, myself in Misha's shoes, I honestly, I forgot his name, but but the super nice uh, troll guy. Yes, uh, Doug, Doug. Oh my Doug? goodness. I, I think I want to say Doug. Something who loves Broadway musicals? He just wants to dance. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that character, that character, Doug, right? Um, yeah, I'm sure it was Doug. I think so, I think so. Because there was a couple that looked like him. Um, but him specifically, just from the moment we meet him, yeah. and he's like musicals, and he yes. goes like Broadway, <laughs> and he and he knew how to get the Wi-Fi. I was like, okay, th- that's the friend that I need in my life. <laughs> and just how non-confrontational that character was, and so like just everything about that character, I was like, I'm in love with this character. <laughs> So I, I think I think both Gigi and Misha want to spend a full day with Doug and actually go see a Broadway musical together. Oh my God, he would die! He would die. <laughs> yes. So fingers crossed. Yes. Season two. I loved that character so much. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, it's me. It's like square <laughs> square face and a love of musicals. Kill me now. So, so I'm a 
I'm a troll in a magical world. How fun. <laughs> I, I, I actually laughed really hard because the teacher looks like Doug, right? Yeah. The, one of the teachers is a troll as well. I actually, I don't know why, because it's like kind of a serious moment where Misha says to the, te- the, the teacher, have you ever been to the human world? <laughs> and everybody's like, Misha, you are so rude. And, and Misha says, I'm just saying how it is. <laughs> and everybody's like, don't you know, trolls are not allowed in the human world. That line killed me because I was like, can we just put that everywhere in the world? Did you know trolls are not allowed in the human world? I laughed so hard because I'm like, Oh yeah, they really shouldn't be allowed it in the human world. People <laughs> <laughs> know trolls to be internet like uh, yeah. Works. Yeah. So I just I just laughed so hard. I'm like, man, this is not what trolls look like. That's a nice troll right there. <laughs> so I don't know. I that was one of them. And, and yeah, look, our favorite character is a Broadway troll. And <laughs> I, I love it. It was just too funny. But yeah, I I I I'd go with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a little interested on the on the mermaid girl. She was evil. Oh, yeah. she was. I feel, we didn't, I feel we didn't get enough of her. And I think something definitely if season two happens that a lot of those girls in the mean group, I was like, mm-hmm. not between them, there's trust, which was, no. yeah, which was mm-hmm. super interesting. I love that like one line that quickly, I mean, I guess, I guess it's more than a couple lines, but we don't know much about harpies or like what their deal is, what their strengths are, but there's a couple lines where it's just like, you could like fly like really high again and not have to be like limited. And like, Oh, was there like a secret like fence where the harpies can go out further than, and like, well, I know who put that fence up. Like I have so many questions. <laughs> Agreed. There's a lot of, a lot of things in this world that I, I, I couldn't agree with you more than like, Oh, we can really expand so much. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that, that, it's, it's, it's clearly, if anybody listening, we need a season two, clearly. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of season two, if we, I want one, uh, I think we all do, but because these are based on a series of books that are a bit, that are aged up a bit, you know, have a bit more way, you know, like sexy bits. Do you, we're, um, do you imagine this world will grow up a year or so to cover more adult themes though, if there is a second season? I think so, because I, I, you know, from what I'm noticing on the really good reviews and the reactions, people really liked that it was risky. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I noticed that, I mean, look at a lot of things we talked about that we were in shock. Finally, uh, an animated show talked about this. So I think, you know, honestly, I I really think that's the right choice to continue to push the boundaries. And and I get it, you know, like I do get it that this show for that it's YA, it's just a much wider audience than just really making it too. Mm -hmm. Because it really uh, I think one one of you said if really young kids see this, they can ask questions. Yeah. Yeah. So I think definitely. it can definitely push the boundaries even further um, and still keep it fun. I think it has so much room for it. It does. Yeah. And it's layered with 
with magic like it's layered with fantasy and it, it can't get any any better than that right mm -hmm. and it was just so cool to see all the fairies to be so connected to earth mm -hmm. that it was super how they sing to the earth uh you know to make things grow there's just a lot of beautiful little little easter eggs in there that i'm like man we should all be like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know and i look outside i'm like we're cutting the trees you know like so no i love it i love it yeah thanks um so i think big question the biggest question of the day really um <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> So, apart from your own character, and if it was like a real thing, so take our minds, Supernatural Academy is real, you could go, but who would you want to be? But you can't choose yourself already. Oh, and I can't choose Misha. Nope. Oh, and it doesn't have to be like character specific, like mm -hmm. just in this world, who would you, who do you think you would, who do you think it would be fun to like be like a wolf, a fae, a vampire? Honestly, yeah, like, I, I, wow, I love your question. Um, <laughs> wow. Honestly, like, I'd, I'd love, I'd love to be some sort of like, Oh, I love this question. Oh my gosh. I I honestly I, I would love to be like some sort of like super old, like like a super old like warlock of some sort that just mm -hmm. knows everything. But like like that that wise old <laughs> yeah. character that's just hidden in the forest that if you need to go talk to. <laughs> yes that character <laughs> careful but they know it all yeah you know, like I, I don't know like i feel like if i had to have my own character on this show i would love to be it's almost like that tree you know the tree in the in the in the show oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the riddle tree yes. yeah riddle tree yeah <laughs> like that it's like but but like in a like in an old ancient like witch or like warlock of some sort like that's just in the cave, like away from everything. So like Grandmother Willow from Hulk, from Mayor Pocahontas. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. You got it. You got it. Uh, like even, even remember, even remember those. Oh, I love, I love this movie so much, but remember um, Disney's animated movie, Hercules? Mm -hmm. yes. yes. Remember the, the three witches that do all the potions and stuff? The music. Like, yeah, no, not, right? not them. How weird they are and they just know everything. And, <laughs> and they're doing all the potion and all this stuff for the, the fates. The fates, that's it. Fates, mm -hmm. Yeah, with their golden strings. And they're like, we control yeah. life. <laughs> and then the scissor, <laughs> you know, like, so is it like, like that, like, 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 like that old person? I just know too much and can be evil, but is good because they believe in truth. So, yeah. Wow. I got really into it because I, <laughs> there's so many things running through my head of like what, like it was the matrix in my head right now. I'm trying to, 
trying to come up with a decision. Uh, oh, that's oh, now I gotta hear what you guys would be. Don't leave it to just me. And like now, I'm curious what you guys would want to be. I don't even have to say I'd be a fair. Yeah, I already look like a troll, so I want to be a fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> my goodness. Look at this face. It's a brick. I love that. That I I don't know what to say other than laugh. That was really funny. Oh god. Um, yeah, I think I'd want to be a vampire. I like the idea of just running real fast. That was I was all for that. I'm like, I could use that in life. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be late to anything. Right. I don't know. Um, maybe a dragon. I like that they're like the outliers where there's like not a lot of them around left and you can fly, but you also have like fire. So you don't, you probably can defend yourself more than a harpy. So that's pretty nice to have fire. <laughs> Honestly, like yeah. being a dragon was what ran through my head first. <laughs> like I need to be a dragon. You know, like thing. Yeah. Then there's something about like old creepy people that I'm like, no, nah, that. <laughs> And just know everything. It's like old Regina George from Mean Girls. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the meme book. It's just a book of spells. That's oh, a I love mean. it. <laughs> yeah. You took it right out of my mouth. That's exactly oh, it. Amazing. Book of spells. Burn book in Mean Girls. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. I think this is yeah. now a new show that you have to develop. <laughs> I, I quite love it, actually. Because she, you know, they even say the plastics, like Regina George, she knows everybody's life. She knows everybody's gossip. Mm-hmm. Same with these old warlocks. They know everybody, <laughs> you know? So, oh, this is this is the best. I'm going to dream of this. This is, this, this is the best. Thank you. Thank so, you for your very important question, Liam. Thank you. Really opened up. <laughs> hope. It, it very much opened up a very scary can of worms that now people have to stop me. But, yeah. So Liam might have had the most important question, but this is by far what I've also been waiting most to ask is what horror film have you recently shown to your parents to scare them? And what description did you give it? Oh my God. Uh, well, I've been home alone for some time because they're all in Mexico. But we definitely watched something scary. Oh, yes. Okay, this was exactly two and a half weeks ago, just before I came back. They had never seen um, the one that uh, the Spanish horror film, The Orphanage. Oh, yeah, I've never oh. seen it. And, and it has moments of fun in it too, but there's moments of like, what the that, that really mess you up. <laughs> really mess you up. That whole ending is just tragic. But, um, uh, well, sorry. Sorry. I remember, I remember very much, very well what I told them. So, so I did tell them, uh, I can't remember if it was named exactly like this in English, but remember that movie, Little Princess? That's a long time ago, a beautiful movie in an orphanage. Oh, she rides elephants. I think, yes. Yes. (laughs) That's all I have apparently. Yes, old movie and the dad lives, spoilers for anybody, and the dad (laughs) of that little girl is in the building across the street, but he's he's blindfolded because of the war. He's blind. Oh, yeah. And uh, 
it's it's a beautiful movie. It's a beautiful movie. I think Coppola directed it back. Uh, Alfonso Cuaron. Oh, Alfonso Cuaron did. Okay, I, it was just some amazing director. Okay, Cuaron, a Mexican, of course. Sorry. I uh, know, of course. I'm, I'm just a basic white. I should have known. I, I should have known. My own people, <laughs> um, uh, so Cuaron's one of his first films. So I told my parents, I'm like, this is like Little Princess. I was like, this is a gorgeous film in an orphanage in Spain. And my mom's like, hi, I love Spain. I'm like, I know you do, mom. So why don't we watch it? And my dad's like, yeah. You remember I, I said your vows to you again in Spain? My mom's like, yes, I remember. So they all got like super, super like, oh. I can't wait to watch this movie. And yeah, I'm like, I'll go get the popcorn. <laughs> and so, yeah, we're watching it. And as it starts, and then this fucking kid in the film's like, <sighs> like going crazy and like all this fighting. And my mom's like, ah. oh, wow. Oh, and like, and like when the, when the ghostly things with that, like uh, burlap sack, mask coming my mom's like oh my god like, like it was just so funny the film takes its time from any of you that have seen it like it just gets creepier and creepier until you know that second half's like what am i watching um but so i i'm glad that this one just kind of you know let them kind of ease into it because they were like oh oh my god like and, and, and they were having fun because it, it does have that Guillermo del, del Toro fun as mm-hmm. well. So they were at times like, like, oh, okay, it's not so bad. Oh, this is nice. Like when the little boy is trying to tell the mom, like, do this e- like Easter egg hunt with me and we can find all these things. My mom's like, hi, isn't that cute? <laughs> oh, oh. oh, they're finding me. Oh, like she just... <laughs> So that's the last movie I they saw with me. So they're they're in Mexico. They they're lucky. They're taking a break right now. <laughs> so yeah, no, I love it so much. It's it's my favorite hobby to destroy. The yeah. I, I, like I just, the fact that you used the, a little princess as the hook to get them in. That's my favorite. No, that's the thing. I gotta really use like underrated films or something for them to be like oh you know for them to really listen uh i still think my favorite one is suspiria like i really think that was the best the, the best description i told my mom i'll tell you guys i i you know but that was the best one uh i because I, my mom it. loves dance movies like she loves dance movies and dance shows like dancing with the stars dance anything She's watching it. And so Suspiria, I was like, Mom, the prequel of Step Up is here. <laughs> and, and my mom's like, I, oh love, I love Step Up. And we started and my mom's like, oh my God. Like when she starts like twisting around and, and my mom's like, like my mom's mortified. I think that's probably the best video I've, tweeted 
And then when the when all the witches are like, oh, more like the, with the with the weird mom one, I forget the character. I forget all the names in that movie, but <laughs> that you know the the, the mm-hmm. main witch. My mom's face is very funny. Like she's just like, <laughs> like she's just like, what the fuck am I watching? And I'm friends with one of the producers in uh, in the Suspiria, and I said, I have gold. I am sending you gold. And so I just sent him the video and he's like, this is, this is why I have a career. I, <laughs> so he was Bradley Fisher is his name. So he just said, wow, this, I could quit now. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so I will not stop this trend of, of, you know, hurting my parents to watch <laughs> Scary movie. <laughs> but uh it's it's been a really good time <laughs> oh my god that's such a clever idea though tricking people oh. i'm just going to be sitting tonight now and i'm just going to go through a list of like how would i describe this horror film <laughs> and please share with me any ideas i am running <laughs> out i've been doing this for years like i am running out of ideas here so <laughs> please 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 Oh man. Have you seen The Orphan yet? The one with the twits? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I was like, if they haven't, that's amazing. It's just like, yeah. oh, they adopt a sweet child and it's a family drama. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I love using that a lot. I use the family drama a lot, like dysfunctional family. Like I use that a lot with hereditary. That's what I said. Oh my God. <laughs> we actually went to the theater. I'm like, you know, it's like a dysfunctional family. You know, Tony Collette's up for an, for an Oscar. Did you? She's not, she's up for an award for this movie. My mom's like, oh really? I'm like, yeah. I know you love that show. This is us. It's very emotional, like that. And my mom was like, yeah, we should go. Oh so we went. And my mom's a big believer in ghosts and witchcraft and like all this shit like she she's scared of it and so this movie like that whole second half when oh when, I they, bet. when the naked people start coming in the house my mom was like i know no no like so loud in the theater <laughs> she couldn't she was so loud <laughs> i know no. like she just she hated me. that one was actually i think that might be the only one she just was mad <laughs> <laughs> Because the other ones, you know, like the descent, train to Busan, or you know, fun, scary, like jump scare movies. Like she laughs, and you know, she throws the pillow at my dad, and and then you know, they they just keep watching it, even though they hate what they're watching. Uh, but definitely, Hereditary and Old Boy, I was hated for days. <laughs> you made watch Old Boy. Oh, I, that is a. Uh, I said that, uh, you know, that great uh, Oscar nominated film, um, Parasite, this is what it got inspired from. And uh, because my parents loved Parasite, the whole world did. And so they're like, okay. And I I even posted that reaction video too. And when that whole twist at the end, like the reveal, like no and she says out loud that's not allowed like that's what she said and my and my dad's like oh god 
my dad felt sick watching that but my mom she's like that's not allowed like that's all she that came out of her body uh but yeah yeah those two did not uh did not uh, a great film though but oh super good yeah martyrs would be could be a good one to trick them into which one martyrs oh my god the french oh oh. yeah oh Oh, that's a really yeah it could be like a french it's about two friends going into the french countryside for a getaway i love it (laughs) i'm like high tension (laughs) oh oh Okay, it's just it's a it's a lesbian love story, and she's just trying to convince her family to accept them. Except, yeah, all that. <laughs> you all are That's terrible. <laughs> I got tricked into watching High Tension. I got to pass this on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. I was. What's the name of the actress that just played? Um, uh, Princess Diana and Spencer. What's her name? Oh, Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. <laughs> So my mom saw the Kristen Stewart uh, Christmas film. Oh, I love that. Uh, the happiest season. Yeah. Yes. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Over high tension. Oh god. <gasps> That's brilliant to be like. This was the origin film that the French French people did it, and then America took it. It made it holiday themed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that's. You guys are inspiring me here. I'll keep thinking on the martyrs one because I think. Okay. I can connect it to another movie, but but we have high tension figured out. Oh, oh my Liam, goodness! I can't believe you said Martyr still. I I would say the movie audition. Um, I it was um, sweating now. It was Kurt it's about Sienga. a struggling actor. <laughs> yeah, no, it it was. I mean, yeah. Kurt Sienga was the one who said it was like a romantic comedy at first, and with that, you know, killer ending. I'm like, oh, oh, that's true. Oh God. You guys are evil. <laughs> I really like you. Well, I have I have one or one two final questions. One, what are you most excited for in horror uh, for 2022? Because there's a lot that's coming out. Oh my god! Oh my god! If you had asked me this last week, I would have said Scream, but I finally saw it. I loved it. Oh my God. I loved it. And I think next on my list, I'm just a massive fan of Texas Chainsaw. Like I've seen even the bad ones. They're still fun. (laughs) They're good popcorn films. Totally. But I'm, I'm a big fan of Leatherface. Like I, I love him the most of (laughs) any villain. I I, like, he is my, my, I love that. Like, you know, like, like Leatherface is like my, my teddy bear, you know, like <laughs> my, like Leatherface to me is Sully from Monsters, Inc. I just want to hug him. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> I just like that. Like he uh, actually I have a Monsters, Inc. Sully right across. <laughs> from me. Um, like, like I, I, Leatherface is just my, my buddy. He's my, my gentle giant. He's my homie. He's that, you know, that character in, in, uh, in the Goonies, hey you guys! Yes. I, just, <laughs> yes. I love him, so I can't wait to see this new Netflix. Uh, I'm gonna be the first, the first one. I think it's like 
in 10 days or something the 18th the 18th yeah yeah so i gotta do like a like a watch at my house or something but that that's like the next thing i'm like super stoked on but um but you're right there's a lot of things in horror to look forward to i know a lot so excited this year so i'm i'm pumped i'm just going with what's like literally the next one like right now and i saw i mean it's not horror but kind of fits this this uh this gathering we're doing with fantasy and and supernatural and stuff i'm pretty stoked for halloween for hocus pocus too oh yeah my childhood coming back yeah so so that definitely is on my list if they don't put one musical number in that i will riot there's multiple there's multiple (gasps) i've seen i've seen i've seen set videos Yeah, that's that just makes my life right there so much. And then the last question is what's next for you? Um, well, well, um, <laughs> you know, it's been it's been a really interesting uh, after bingo hell, it's really been interesting the love that is happening now for it, for that film. Lately I've I've just seen people catch on to the film and it's been really cool to see that. And truly thanks to that film, I've been pitching, I can't say what, but I've been pitching for, for movies that I'm like, I can't believe I'm in this room right now. Um, So there are some, some eggs and some plants that you know seeds that i'm eggs plants gg make a decision there are some (laughs) seeds that sorry there are some seeds i'm definitely planting um on on a good number of shows that i'm putting myself in the front you know and and working hard and 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 you know this year really has given me time to to really really think hard on on my projects and I'm so inspired to start writing and creating El Gigante, the feature, which I think it's time. I, that short film of mine, it's just, I adore it. I adore that villain who's very similar to Leatherface, but Mexican. And, um, and of course, I, I think it's time to really start honing down that Santa Muerte horror story, too. I love that the the culture of that cult, and um, so those are two scripts that I'm I'm currently really focusing on, and and then what's next? Again, I can't say what, but but I I got an opportunity to uh, to voice direct and star on a show. Ooh, I can't director. wait to see once that's announced. Yeah, so so that is my first like job coming up next month, and. And so I'm like, I've never voice directed, but, but now to voice direct and be one of the lead characters in it, I, I'm really excited. So I can't say more than that, but this one, I can definitely say it is a lot of gore. It is a lot of like aliens and guns uh, and it's it's nuts so that's as far as I can say without any other details but that's the next job uh, so I'm I'm excited I, I'm so excited there's a lot of horror things that I'm 
working hard towards. And oh my God, I can't wait, can't wait. And also, you know, voicing on uh on the preschool show, Coco Melon is a nice little side thing. <laughs> but yeah, so a lot of fun things coming up that I can I can't wait for everyone to to find out. Yeah. I uh, I mean I'm excited. Also, I'm glad people are finally catching on to Bingo Hell because Thanks. it's fucking fantastic. We know I love that. And Amazon, if you could, could we get like a Blu-ray release date? I That's love because I I want one. <laughs> I gotta send you a poster, my friend. I gotta send you like a nice big size poster. Of, of I oh my god! Now you're gonna make me kind of tear up on here, so I'm gonna yeah. wrap I'll that up because oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> but I just want to say, well, one thanks to my co-hosts for joining Liam and Cass. Yay! And just a huge thank you, Gigi. As always just a ray of sunshine, even with the, you know, torturing your parents and everyone also seriously go watch Supernatural Academy. It is so good. Peacock. I mean, come on, let's, let's promote. Let's, let's, let's get on that. But really it is a really fun show. And I'm just happy to hear all of this, that um, all that's happening for you, Gigi, that makes me so excited. Thank you so much, guys. And I, I'm so thankful. I really appreciate it. I'm excited. You know, it's it's early in the career for for voice and for directing. And I, I'm just like, yeah, like, like, give it to me. You know, like I, I want to just go for all this stuff and and we'll see what happens. Uh, I, I'm so excited and thankful and and thankful for for wonderful, wonderful folks like you guys that just are so supportive uh thank you so much it means the world to me and also uh little did i expect to do a a zoom with uh almost phlegm coming out of the screen you know like I, i'm so sorry but hey like spider-man says everybody gets one so, <laughs> yeah yeah and i think liam's new official name is doug so uh, <laughs> that's your new name. You're that. It's better, it's better than my usual nicknames, <laughs> that's which we can't say on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, I will say thank you, everybody, and goodbye. <laughs> Bye. You have been listening to the Horror Hour.